Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Sons of Liberty podcast. Today we go on to chapter seven to the people of England. Every every ministerial scheme was carried with as high a hand as if the whole nation had been unanimous. How familiar does that sound, huh? Almost like something that's been happening in our country for a few years, huh? It's a certain small group of people that act like everything is settled. Oh my God, it's settled science? How dare you argue with me? And the very nature of science, if anybody knows anything about it, means that it is not settled. Science is constantly evolving and changing. Look at our computers. They advance. They get better. It's science. It's not settled. It gets better. It changes. Fighter jets. Science. Mathematics. Not change. Drastic change. You have missiles that can lock onto a target in flight now. Literally, they come off the rail and they can lock onto a target in flight. So the very nature of a lot of these things means things are not unanimous. There's always, I mean, even if let's just let's just go on a limb here, right? Ninety nine point nine 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 percent of American people want one thing. There's still that small percentage that doesn't want that thing. So it's not you. Nothing will ever be unanimous like that. Other than maybe most people not liking their government, I think that's kind of unanimous. The arm of Britain has spoken of as the arm of the Almighty, and she has lived of late as if she thought the whole world created for her diversion. Her politics, instead of civilizing, has tended to brutalize mankind, and under the vain, unmeaning title of Defender of the Faith, she has made war like an Indian against the religion of humanity. Boy, it's uh, very interesting when people try and claim the moral high ground in conflicts and themselves. You ever hear people or you hear the term holier than thou? It's kind of what they're talking about here. acting like they're in charge of everything because they were the anointed one, so to speak. While, in fact, they're acting in the complete opposite manner. Not good, right? Do as I say, not as I do. We see a lot of that right now. A whole lot of that right now. And it's very hypocritical. It's not good. It's very bad. But the ending part there, Indian, obviously Native American. At that time, 
whether for good or for bad, I don't debate things like that here because that's not my business. We show history as it was. We don't debate it. A lot of people wanted to convert the Native Americans and humanize them and things of that nature. I mean, you, you really have to study a little bit of history for what they were going through at that time. There were brutalizations, beheadings, you know, the famous Native American scalping, things of that nature. So that's a whole dynamic there. The chain is continued, though, with a mysterious kind of uniformity, both in the punishment. The latter runs parallel with the former, and time and fate will give it a perfect illustration. You hear the crime fits or should fit the punishment most times, right? You see a lot of people getting away with a lot of crimes lately, and you don't see any punishment. You see people that are above the law because of their standing, because of money. It's, uh, it's sickening. Although he does bring up here, and he's correct. Um, fate will give it a perfect illustration. I mean, everyone gets judged. If you're in, if you're into religion, great. If not, ignore this part. The way that I've always believed, as a Catholic, is you will face a certain judgment once you pass on to the next world. Good, bad, ugly, whatever it may be. But even if you escape it on this earth, oh, you're going to get it somewhere else. So don't think that that's not coming. When information is withheld, ignorance becomes a reasonable excuse. Man, how applicable is that, huh? Uh, officer, I didn't know that I couldn't go 180 on this freeway. I didn't know. Huh? How often do we hear that, right? I didn't know. I didn't know. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. I didn't know. I think I've heard that excuse more times than I can count. I didn't know. Ignorance is a reasonable excuse for people that either don't want the information or live in their own bubble. Some of the things that I could talk to people about politically for the past eight to 10 years, a lot of people have no clue some of the stuff's happened to be like, wait a minute, what, what, what did they do? What, what, what did they want to do at that one time? I, I didn't know about that. And then you come to find out they get their, all of their information from the mainstream media. It's like, no wonder. They're giving you what information they want filtered for you. No matter who it is, Fox, MSNBC, CNN, CNBC, you know, all of those mainstream news agencies, every single one of them has their own agenda that they want to push. No matter who it is, they all have an agenda.
They see not, therefore they feel not. They tell the tale that is told them and believe it, and accustomed to no other news than their own, they receive it, stripped of its horrors and prepared for the palate of the nation. Speaking of control of information, control of the flow of information, the type of information, what exactly is delivered? And they're talking about that right here. Look at um, some of the secrets we kept in World War II about how some operations went so badly. So the American public didn't think the war was going so badly. Civil War, you see a lot of the same. World War One, Vietnam. <laughs> I mean, look at uh, how public the uh, Tet Offensive was, how public that was and how embarrassing it was. And the U.S. government had been kind of lying to everyone, telling them that they were winning the war. You know, that's a debate that'll go on forever, winning the Vietnam War. We won't get into that. Not our, not our podcast, but this is what we were just talking about again, though. You live in your own little echo chamber in your bubble. You get your own news in your own circle of friends, and you can get desensitized to the actual horrors of daily life. Let me rephrase that. Not the horrors of daily life, the reality of daily life. And there can be some horrors in there. And if you get too desensitized by it, it's not good. The field of politics in England is far more extensive than that of news. Men have a right to reason for themselves, and though they cannot contradict the intelligence in the London Gazette, they may frame upon it what sentiments they please. You could talk about like CNN in this light or WAPOST, OffPost, any of those liberal news agencies that just spew bullshit and nonsense. And this was kind of similar in these days. Um, but you see, it's a thing throughout history. People want to control the flow of information in the media. The people have an agenda that run these agencies, or the government has an agenda where they want these agencies to publish certain things. And people really have to be able to reason for themselves what is actually happening from these agencies or the government. There's a lot of countries where the government is the media, and it's kind of becoming that way here now. And that's not good. I mean, look at China, Russia, Iran. You can kind of go go on and on with a lot of these countries. They disliked the ministry, but they seem they esteemed the nation. It's kind of the sentiments in our country now, right? I love America, not this current America, but I love the idea of America, the initial idea, sitting right behind my computer monitor, 
is a Bennington 76 flag. 13 colonies. 13. They had such a phenomenal idea, as you've seen expressed by Thomas Paine, throughout these books that we've read. Such a pure idea for them, where people would be able to live their lives without interference from the government. That's what they wanted. That's what they wanted. They didn't want a regulatory agency. They wanted the government to be there in case the people needed them. That's all they wanted the government to be there for. Safeguard the people's rights. That's what they wanted. The rights didn't come from the government. They come from God. For the umpteenth time, you do not get your rights from a government. You get them when you're born. You come out of the womb with those rights. You do not ask your government for rights. does not work like that. I despise this government. I don't care what aisle, side of the aisle someone's on. I don't like any of them. They're all corrupt. They live padded lives, detached from reality. But I love the idea of America, and I'll never stop loving that. I hate our country right now. The people that are running it are going to run it into the ground. Political correctness. Apologizing for things again, like Obama did that apology tour. We apologize for nuking Japan. Uh, you know, uh, ho, ho, we uh, shouldn't have done that there. It's, it's, it's not what a... Uh, strong nation does a strong nation takes pride in what it's done in its history and its rich history and it moves on you, you don't have to broadcast it on every tv but your history is your history and you have to be comfortable with that you have to be comfortable in your own skin and if you're not well guess what somebody's going to come and they're going to take that skin right off your head those who had been long settled, had something to defend. Those who had just come had something to pursue, and the call and the concern was equal and universal. For in a country where all men were once adventurers, the difference of a few years in their arrival could make none in their right. T-H-E-I-R, by the way. People that have been in the country for a while, when something changes, they're accustomed to certain things and they're going to defend that, whether it's through talking to a politician, taking up arms, monetary donations, whatever they have to do, they're going to defend that because they're vested in it. You're not just going to walk into someone's country and say, I'm here now, bow to me. They're going to say, no, go to hell. This is my country. Get out. You see that a lot in America right now, don't you? My America is not the America that a liberal and a far leftist wants. That's not my America. I hate that America. That's an America that will fail and fall on its ass. I have something to pursue. I want freedom. I don't want the government to tell me what to do with my life. There should be a big zero in my paycheck where it says taxes. Zero. Zero. The government wasn't spending trillions upon trillions of dollars every year. I don't even know if there's a number higher than trillion, but imagine this current government will spend that. They wouldn't need our tax dollars, would they? Hmm. Just a thought.
We used to be adventurers, right? Lewis and Clark, people like that. We used to just go into the wilderness and live. Man needs that challenge at times. We're not getting that now. We got weak men and we're going to have very hard times. War never can be the interest of a trading nation any more than quarreling can be profitable to a man in business. Hmm. It's pretty simple, right? Stop going to war with everybody. Maybe they won't hate us as much. The government owed at the beginning of this war, speaking of the British government, 135 millions sterling. And though the individuals to whom it was due had a right to reckon their shares as so much private property, yet to the nation collectively, it was so much poverty. There are as effectual limits to public debts as to private ones. For when once the money borrowed is so great as to require the whole yearly revenue to discharge the interest thereon, there is an end to further borrowing. Now, bear with me for a second. I want to look this up and see how much this would be in our current money. So bear with me. It's not cutting off. Just bear with me. Wow. That's a lot of money. 22 trillion. If I read that right, 22 billion. 22 billion the British government was in debt. Wow. Some parallels there, huh? I mean, basically, people come... People come looking for their money at some point, whether you're a federal government, a private citizen, a bank, business, whatever you are. People want their money at some point. They're going to start asking us for their money back, and it's going to be a bad day. So, yeah, we should probably stop spending $2 trillion at the sneeze of a cat. So, yeah. The very reverse of this was the case with America. She began the war without any debt upon her. In order to carry it on, she neither raised money by taxes nor borrowed it upon interest, but created it. That's the American dream there, kind of, right? You create your own wealth. America used to be able to do that. Can't do it anymore. When you sell all of your assets to foreign countries, you have nothing to give, nothing to create. Give it all away. Floundered it. Yeah. We did some bad things with our wealth. $27 trillion in debt. Probably $29 now with that $2 trillion nonsense they passed. Um, 
Yeah, it's I'm kind of left for left speechless how to end this today, guys. Um, yeah, I mean, how much wealth has our country created lately? Ouch. I haven't seen it. I don't think I'll see it, especially under this administration. So, yeah. Well, I, th I think the way, uh, the proper way that it'll end it today is anybody listening to this was part of the oil industry and the Keystone Pipeline that got ridiculously canceled or part of the thousands of people that are building the wall. Um, I feel for you. I support you or anybody in the restaurant industry that's just been utterly devastated by idiotic governors this year who are just dictators. I feel for you. We all support you. And I wish you well. I wish you a new job somewhere in the same industry because that's an absolutely essential industry to our country. American energy independence means that we can do a lot of things that we otherwise wouldn't be able to do. So I get it. Good luck and uh, good hunting for a, a, a gig, hopefully in that same industry. Move to Texas. It's my advice. Move to Texas. Stop with the liberal states. Get out of the leftist states. Move to Texas. So happy Monday, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Sons of Liberty podcast, and I hope you enjoy it with your morning cup of coffee or your morning energy drink or your morning cup of tea. Thank you and take care.